0: Hey everybody, welcome to Habs Coast to Coast with your hosts Rick and Jeff. And we just finished watching the um uh entry draft where uh Montreal uh picked uh should we tell them uh defenseman Caden Gooley at number 16. And um, I think we're both uh, – well, I, I kind of predicted that they might do that. I know Jeff's a little underwhelmed with that, um, along with the fact that the Habs traded Max Gomey earlier today for uh, Columbus Blue Jackets' um, Josh Anderson. He's a right wing. He's a big guy, kind of guy we were looking for without the scoring that we were hoping to get. So we're going to talk all about all of that Um in this podcast and we'll get right to it. So Jeff say hi to everybody and then we'll get right to the uh topics. Hello.
1: There you are. (laughs) Do you want me to kick this off?
0: (laughs) No, say hi to everybody. (laughs) Okay. So um so I know you're you're I want to say on the verge of depressed about The day I know you were hoping for Asgarov and uh Nashville got Askarov. and then we picked you know not an exciting player and all that. And then there was the trade for Domi that I know we're um we're both kind of on the fence. I'm probably more oh, approving of the trade than you are, <laughs> uh, but a little underwhelmed. So tell everybody what you think about. We'll start with the trade for uh the Domi because that happened earlier in the day. Tell everybody what, how you feel about. Um, have trading Max Domi a third round pick, uh, to get uh, Josh Anderson.
1: Well, this, this is how I see it I am, I have no problem with Josh Anderson. I think he is exactly what we need in size and grit and, and like just a physical player. Uh, he reminds me of Tom Wilson from Washington. I think those are the type Mm -hmm. of players that that you need. Um, I don't think he's as skilled as Tom Wilson, but maybe that can develop a little bit here coming. I just don't think you give up Max Domi for him and then to throw a third-round pick in with it. Like, uh, there's there's talk that there is... There was talk, though, that okay, there was other teams. I mean, yeah, sure. I guess a lot of teams would be interested in a six foot three, two hundred twenty some pound right winger. I, I mean, yeah, it's what we need. It's what we've been crying for. But you just gave up your your leading scorer a year ago for a guy that, in his best season, put up forty seven points.
0: Like. <laughs> And and only one season with those kind of numbers. His numbers were kind of underwhelming in the other seasons. Yeah, but in those other seasons,
1: he was a fourth line player.
0: Yeah, I guess it's true. Right, like
1: the one year he he put up those numbers, he was playing with two elite players. Maybe. Well, do we know that was was he on their line? I think so. I'm almost positive he was playing with Panarin and Pierre Luc Dubois. If he wasn't, okay, fine. But he he doesn't yeah. he doesn't score power play goals. That's true. I, I mean, doesn't I just I'm just yet. I'm not saying he won't, um, but he hasn't. I I went through his Definitely. I went through his junior stats and his AHL stats. He's he's not a big time goal scorer. He's never scored more than thirty goals in at any level of hockey any like competitive level yeah. of hockey. I, I don't know. Maybe he scored a hundred goals in Pee-Wee. I don't know. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he addresses a yeah, need I, and that's the part I, I I'm not like I said, I'm not shooting off about Josh Anderson. He he's he's exactly what Montreal needs. They need a big kid like this. A big physical beast out there that's up front, not on the blue line. And I just don't right. think you give up Max Domi for it. Like, I, I, I'd love to know what other teams were offering that they thought they had to give up Max Domi and the pick to get him. Like, it just seems to me like, well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, the If that's the price for, for Josh Anderson, I don't want to know what Besser or Line A or – Stamkos or any of these other top-notch elite players what what the price is on them. I, I don't want... It's well, got
0: to be scary. Well, that's a good point, right? Because uh, Montreal definitely rumored to be after Line A. And you have to wonder that maybe the reason they didn't get him because... And I believe this. The price was enormous. From what I understand, they were asking for Suzuki from Montreal, which is de- a definite no. But for them to have gone a little farther and still be rumored that they're talking today, then it must have been somebody lesser. But, yeah, the price must have been enormous. And that's that's, the problem. So, maybe Anderson, Anderson, like, that's the, the only guy they could get like that. And he must have been talking to a lot of teams, and we'll never know all of the the talks he had and and the players they were talking about, right? We'll never know that. But I have to assume that he probably checked on all these guys, and Anderson was the only one he could make a deal for. And like you said, other, guys were, other teams were interested in him. Pierre Lebrun said they had to sweeten the deal by giving that third-round pick. That's how they got him. So, yeah, it must have been everybody was offering an overpayment of some sort. Okay, so if – this deal
1: went down after last season would everybody be happy with it because no i don't feel there's too many people happy with it after this season people would have been going with the deal well
0: i gotta tell you i heard a lot of people during the season like a trade deadline time people wanted josh josh anderson i actually think people might be happier about this deal than we are and we're going to be surprised about it you know I, I don't mean? know.
1: I, 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 seen a lot of upset people on online today. I seen a lot of upset. People. I didn't. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't opposed to trading Max Domi. I, I, I don't think he fit here anymore. So I wasn't, anymore, I wasn't, right. I wasn't opposed to trading him. Do I think Max Domi is going to, going to, deserve the money that he's probably asking for. Uh, that's, I think that's what the issue is here. I think Montreal said, we're not, you're, you're not going to play on the top line center. We don't care that you think you're the top line center. We don't care that you put up 72, 72 points a year ago. We, we don't care that you scored 28 goals. We want you to play the wing and Max Domi was saying no, I want to be paid as a top line center. That's the only thing that makes sense to me here on this deal. Now, did they trade an asset to get something they needed? Yes, they did. Did they get full value for that asset? That's my issue. I don't think they got full value here. Josh Anderson is going to have to score 30 plus goals and be in the yeah. 50 to 60 point range to uh, yeah, for him. me to believe that they got fair value for Max Domi plus the third round pick.
0: Yeah. And, and I'll agree because he was the guy, he was the type of player that Montreal needed, that big guy, blah, 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 the nasty, all that kind of stuff. But they also needed him to be a goal scorer. So if he's not then it's not a good trade. I'll agree with you 100%. But I think there's some untapped potential there, and I think that must be what they see. Um, I don't know. I'm under. I'm definitely not excited about it because, I mean, his points total, just not there. And like you say, he hasn't scored those big numbers. Like the guys that, that are, even if they're kind of average um, NHLers, they usually have pretty good numbers in junior and stuff like that, right? And he doesn't have No, that. he doesn't. And you were telling me this. This is... When we were talking earlier, I know I'm using one of your points, but he doesn't have that, and it's kind of scary that the guy you're you're bringing in to be that goal scorer has never really been that goal scorer. So if he scores goals, why doesn't I'm, he score goals?
1: Of... That is, well, that's what Bullets doesn't have to. If, if he's a goal scorer, why doesn't he score goals?
0: So the, the, when I told when we were talking about it, I told you I think they see something we don't. They know something we don't. Um, there's something that we're missing that they know or they feel, and maybe it's a gamble for them too. They know it's a gamble, but they think it'll pay off. I don't know. I think but... it's comparable as to Tom Wilson. I think oh. that's a great comparable. That, that is, And I like Wilson, even though I hate him on other teams. I'd love to have a Tom Wilson on this team. Um, but cool. do we have the talent to
1: feed – like Tom Wilson's not – not expected to be the main guy in, in Washington. Josh Anderson well, is okay, coming in here, and he is going to have pressure on him to me. be yeah. our not. Ovechkin. Well, that's
0: – I don't mean I our don't Ovechkin,
1: think that, but that's, I,
0: don't, <laughs> I don't think you're right. There. I don't think so. We've got Gallagher. I think Gallagher is still going to be the main goal scorer. I don't think that changes. I think he's the second guy, so maybe if he's not doesn't have to be the main guy, he might be able to produce there. Well, okay. Talk, speaking of Gallagher, okay,
1: now what do we do with our power play? So Josh Anderson is. Yeah, this is a problem. Josh Anderson is a big,
0: not a power play. Guy.
1: He's he's a big guy you put in front of the net. Well, that's Gallagher's role. Yeah, Gallagher's not a big guy, so now you're moving. Gallagher, out what is Gallagher is going to start sniping from the top of the circle, like, I, I no, that he doesn't do I that either. Know. I don't not think this makes our play better. I think it makes it harder for other the other goal the goalie to to see the puck because now they got a bigger guy in front of them. But it doesn't stop. Yeah. I don't think it changes the power play a whole lot. Where where it's not going to be Weber and Petrie firing bombs in from from the blue line.
0: Well, maybe they just maybe they rejig it how they're doing it, and maybe they cycle, uh, you know, they cycle um, Anderson and Gallagher in front of the net. You know what I mean? They cycle it around. That could work. So I I don't know. Maybe they're not on the same power play unit. I don't know. Uh, I like I don't know
1: enough about Josh Anderson. Like uh, basically, all I ever see of him is on the highlights, and then a little bit in the playoffs the last couple seasons. Well, not this season, but like he, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I I just, I don't understand the thought process other than is Bergevin just trying to check boxes off to shut people up. Oh, we needed a backup goalie. I got us a backup goalie. We needed, we needed a left, Side defenseman I got us the left side Defenseman we need a big Power forward I got us a big Power forward But you just took Max Domi right. off this Team to do that And it's Not like you got an elite Player you didn't get someone Better no, than Max really. Domi you got Someone comparable to Max Domi Only bigger now Josh Anderson th- throws a lot of hits and he can Skate but I have not read anywhere where he's got an elite shot
0: no no this is true but that piece you did send me they did say they that he should be he should develop into the power forward maybe not an elite power forward but you know so what's the ceiling here for this guy Luchich in
1: Boston if you in like 2012 2010 is that what we're hoping for here I mean, or are we? It's possible Wilson? that
0: maybe. Well, I don't think he's as mean and nasty and dirty as Wilson. So, although Luchich was too, so um, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what their uh, plans are, and I don't know if we'll ever find out directly. Uh, from Bergevin. But it, it's, it's a very curious... It's a very curious like, I, I keep repeating myself. So. I, I don't have a problem with
1: Josh Anderson. I just have a problem with what we gave up to get him.
0: No, I agree. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. But also, look, also, honestly, the guy they brought in on the right wing needed to be a goal scorer. That was one of the main criteria that they needed to get was some scoring on the wing <laughs> If they bring in this guy and he doesn't do that, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm just saying that I think they must see something. Well, we had too many
1: playmakers, um, right? We had too many too many guys that were pass first, shoot second. Well, now we got a guy that doesn't really yeah, pass, yeah. but he doesn't really no.
0: score more than the guy that we had that passed too much. Although we don't really know that, we will only know after he gets here and he plays. And, you know, you know, he's going to be playing with probably with Suzuki. And maybe that's going to be a difference. You know, you get a guy uh, like Panarin. And who do you play with With Panarin? And you were telling me. I can't remember the name you get. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois, right. So, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe he just, uh, they click and there's uh, some magic there. Now, I'm, okay. I'm. I don't know Domi's
1: stats by heart, and I don't know Anderson's stats by heart. I'm just gonna. But well, I if we so compare their, their best board. seasons, which was both a year ago, their, that was their best season. Yeah, 2019, 2018, that season. Um, Not even comparable. I think. Not I think that was the first time Anderson played a full 82 games. At. Any level of hockey, he played a full season. He might have played one season or maybe two in junior, or uh, of a full season. Um, so, I think Domi had twenty eight goals. I'm pretty sure that that year, Anderson had twenty seven. Yeah, Domi was twenty in, in the plus twenty range. Uh, I think I think he was like plus plus twenty or plus eighteen or something like that. He, but there.
2: Yeah, and he was. Anderson, no,
1: you're right. Anderson he was. was was about the same. I think he was a little better in the plus minus. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I'll say he was plus twenty five, and Domi was plus 20. Was maybe. And the penalty minutes—Domi actually had more penalty minutes. I remember, I don't know what the numbers yes. were, but I I know it was quite a bit more than Anderson had. Yes. Yeah, I Domi think had Anderson like had like 50 minutes, days. a penalty minutes, and and Domi had like 75 or something.
0: 80 in the, was 80s. It in the 80s. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty so sure maybe, it's in uh, the 80s. Maybe but, Anderson yeah. was around 60 or something. Then, like I, I know there wasn't a whole lot of difference between them. It was like maybe 20 minutes or something. But, but that's a lot when you're talking two-minute penalties. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. But I don't know. I. <sighs> go ahead. I don't know. Like, I feel like we're, I'm trying to compare apples yeah. and oranges and get, get what I'm looking for. And I, I just can't get it. Yeah, All I can say is there's another box clicked, checked off here. And I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like it, it's enough. There uh, there has to be something else. Coming. Why else? Okay. So you just traded Domi. You're freeing up money. Cause I'm, I'm assuming and I'm re- like this, if, if Anderson and Domi sign for the same money and the same amount of term, I'm really, I am going to be very right. upset. Because I think that was yeah, the I only reason why Montreal had to throw in the third-round pick was because in case Domi takes a lot more money or he refuses to sign a long-term deal and he just signs a bridge deal. And that's kind of a little bit of security yeah. on Columbus' part that they got something out of it more than a year to a Max Domi. Um, if but if they like I said if if Domi signs for five million and Anderson signs for four or three and a
0: half, kind of more. Well, likely.
1: three and a half for say four years or something, five years. I, I that's fine, that's good. But if Domi gets five years, yeah, or five years at 5 million. Okay. Well then I can maybe understand the deal and I can understand why Montreal was reluctant because Max Domi had a career a year and then he went right back to what he was when he was in Arizona.
0: Right. There was yeah, obviously very there I mean, was
1: an issue with the coach. Exactly. I believe that there wasn't. And I thought it was the media pumping up, but now obviously there was an issue between him and Julian.
0: Yeah. It must be because – and I heard a few – who was it? Sergio Momeso and uh, somebody else. I can't remember who one of the uh, guys on the radio. And that's what they were saying, that there's an issue there and uh, he's not going to play another game for Montreal. And they turned out to be right. So I think you might be right. And it might be the issue of, obviously, uh, this playing centre. I I can't believe that they would not want him and just put him on the wing. I don't understand why they would give in to – that he wants to play center. Even if they feel he's a center, there was no room for him. I don't understand why it's such an issue. He's, a, You know what I mean? Well, I, don't, I don't get the issue there. If you want to talk yourself into the trade,
1: we just traded away a 40-point fourth-line center for a second-line right-wing 30-goal score. If right. you really want to sell it to yourself yeah. and sell it to the fans, that's that's how you yeah. sell it. You sell, you sell it as I've we sell but that's Sold how it, for a pass first, fourth line yeah. center on the small side it's, that takes dumb penalties for a big guy that has potential to score upwards of 30 goals, plays on your second line, and he's physical and he does all the things that that player you just trade away does, only now it's more punishing. Because when he
0: cracks someone into the boards, it's going to hurt. Where when Domi did it, it didn't yeah, hurt. <laughs> You made a good point because Domi could be a hothead and take dumb penalties. And maybe the fact that Anderson, we just talked about it, has less penalties is that he doesn't take those dumb penalties. But he also doesn't play the ice time was, that, that that Domi was either. Well, I don't know. Did you check his ice time? He must have, yeah, I mean, he must I, have been I, on I, their second line. I checked line. his, his ice, ice, ice time. Only
1: one season Two seasons he had, like, he was over 15 minutes. Usually he was in the 10 to 12-minute range.
0: Really? So he was playing fourth line, third or fourth line? But he had two seasons
1: where he was above that, and those were his two best seasons.
0: Well, there you go. So so it's conceivable that, obviously, he's going to probably second line right wing. So maybe this guy is one of those guys. Look, we were talking about Kovalchuk. When Kovalchuk was here, uh, he produced when he was on second line, and when they had to drop him back, he didn't. So maybe Anderson is one of those guys that doesn't really produce well on third or fourth line, but he does on first or second line. So we're going to find this out. There's a possibility there, because Kovalchuk was definitely like that. It it just, I don't know.
1: I'm just pissed off that that's all Max Domi was worth. Like. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the market's weird now. The market—you got it. I market's think it's the weird contract. right now. I think it's, the issue for Dome is the contract.
0: Yeah, and there you go. I did the video on the agent. I wonder if the agent had anything to do with it. And then the weird part about that thought is that same agent for Anderson and Domi—they're both RFA's—and they're both RFA's, and they're both, RFA. and they're both RFA's, so they have to be negotiated with. So, but when you think about it. The easier negotiation would probably probably be with Anderson because of the season he had last year. It's It shouldn't be a difficult uh, negotiation. And he's, he's more injury-prone, I think. That's right. So it shouldn't be. So maybe you're right that it, it's to do with getting Max Domi signed again. Plus, there's a rift between the coach and him. And definitely, that's going to mean either the coach goes – or he and
1: goes, not the fact that there was a contract, Domi's not a big enough guy to contract, get rid of a coach.
0: And he's not. And the fact that there's a contract problem as, as well as the coach problem kind of means you got to trade him if he's an RFA. Like I know I'm
1: on record as saying, like, trade Domi, change Domi. And then I changed my mind and said, well, and the thing is, and this is the other part of it that bothers me Domi gave you flexibility. Anderson gives you no flexibility. You don't have any flexibility. He's a right winger. That's it. He's he. Yeah, you don't have any. The only flexibility flexibility. you get is is he second line or third line or a fourth line. That's that's it. With Domi, you could move him conceivably if something happened to one of the centers, you could move him to play center on that line. The flexibility is now gone.
0: Yes, and and that's that's actually a good point because now our center depth which is better than it has been but now it's kind of been it's kind of been hurt because now we don't have that flexibility as you say so who's the depth at center if one of the centers go down or we
1: i mean let's be honest we have two kids slotted in
0: or they don't right or they have a bad season because they're young
1: or yeah. they just have a bad couple weeks where they need to take a step back well, and you throw them on the third line or the fourth line for a few games just to get their confidence back.
0: Yeah, but with that, well, that, they might have some kind of flexibility. But, yeah, it's it, – it, it, it's but, you know, it's like anything. You know, when you're making a trade, it's like anything. A lot of times you make a trade, yeah, you kind of fill the need you, you have, but you could create a hole somewhere else, and it's kind of – this might be what this case is. That yeah, they traded don't me to get Anderson. Anderson's kind of the guy we were looking for. Uh, yeah, but now you got no flexibility and no depth at center. You know,
1: I think mentality so, is up a lot here. more like I almost had myself talked into it about a couple of hours after that. the trade. I'm like, and then I talked myself. Now I'm yeah. talking myself back out of it again. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm frustrated. This is not.
0: But I mean, you he, know, did
1: I? Really think that Montreal had a shot at Line A? No. Did I think no? That's what the team needed. Yes. Did I think they was should? Yes. They were going to take a shot at it. I thought they would. I didn't think they'd...
0: they did. Apparently they did. <sighs> but apparently they did. We don't know what they offered exactly, but apparently he did take a shot at Line A. So and and you know what we'll never really know and he might have taken a shot at a lot of other guys that we don't know what he was trying to do so that has to be factored in when you're judging Bergevin though on the deal I don't this might have been the man. best deal he could but this might have been the best deal he could get and he took it because Domi needed to be traded. It might have been what happened because of the uh, they – I'm sure – and I talked about this when the Dar- Darren Farris interview – or uh, video, excuse me. They probably didn't want to go through that circus. They tested it, see what he wanted. They probably had initial talks, which we know they did actually. And um, I think they said, well, you know what? I'd rather have jo- Josh Anderson playing than Max Domi sitting out in a contract negotiation. <laughs> I could be. I don't know.
1: Do you think maybe this might have played into it too? Where I just thought of this, and it it might be a it might be a good reason. Well, not a good reason, but it might be part of the thought process. Next year, they're going to play. Obviously, COVID's not going anywhere. They're going to be in bubble right. situations. They're going to be in the U.S. Yeah, maybe they weren't. Comfortable Maybe. knowing that Domi may have to sit out some of these games because of being diabetic.
0: You know what? That's an excellent point because they might not have gotten a full season out of them because of. That. I just thought of that. It's an excellent point. You know, and then going, I don't know how long this can affect them either. That could be part of. You're right. That, that's actually a very excellent point, Jeff. I never would have thought of that. Um, that I'm could not really saying like here.
1: Montreal trade him because he's diabetic and, and the, that was an issue, but it could be an issue getting Clarence to play in some states or something, or if there it is a breakdown, say, I don't know, like Connor McDavid just tested positive. I know, I heard, like, I know, crazy. Crazy. If the if the NHL plays next season, we know they're not going to be playing in a bubble like they did for the playoffs, where they're sealed off from everything for, no, they can't. for five months. Yeah. That's not going Six to happen.
0: Months. No, it's not happening. That's not happening, no. It's too much time. And then there's the playoffs after. So if you do that, then you got three months in the playoffs maybe? No, you can't do that to anybody. You can't. So yeah, it's going to be different. I don't know how. I'm wondering how they're going to do. You got any ideas on that? How they might I pull this the, off for the next season? Uh, the the one where I think
1: it's probably going to be. I heard something that was kicked around there where they're going to do like two week
0: bubbles, week two weeks in, one week out but but what do they do when they're out this is my question on that cuz i've thought of that before and i've heard that but what do they do in the off periods they're going to be what they're going to be out there then they go back into the bubble they could be infected even testing them and then let like uh, one test let them in the bubble that's not really you know they got to test negative for like a week or two because you don't know for 2 weeks yeah. you know what i mean so I don't know. This is what I'm wondering. Is yeah, I agree with the bubble idea, but how the hell do they, when they come back in? I don't know what they do. I
1: don't. I don't know. I, it, it's going to have to be something like that, though.
0: Well, you got to figure because we, you can see with baseball and with uh, football, traveling around to the other stadium and playing game not working. Well, it it hasn't
1: it hasn't been a failure either, though.
0: Well, okay, but it, there's. You, what do you do with teams if they, you know, if you they you get a few guys on the team or it spreads through, what do you do? They don't play games, so you got a team that played less games. It, like, this is what I don't understand how they're going to do it. So it, they got a lot to work out, and you, they announced hey, it's not going to start December first. Now it's definitely delayed from that. You don't think? So I would say January. They announced it already. They're definitely not going to be uh, able to start December first. So there's no, there's no target date, but it, December 1st is out. Apparently.
1: Oh, I, heard that.
0: I, I think I heard that today.
1: Yeah. I didn't hear, I didn't hear that yet. I, I mean, like it's just, there's going to be a season. They're going to try how they do it. I have, I have try. no idea. Um, I'm sure whatever they there's do bubble won't bubble. be perfect. Um, Oh, no. and there's
0: no because they can't do the bubble the same way, so it can't be perfect.
1: I think what you're going to see is your division, you just play in your division, and they kind of like there'll be no trap, there'll be no trap from, from New York to, to, uh, to California. Like, that I don't think that's going to happen. At the same time, no, all, all flights and... are charter flights. It's not like they're going to be getting on commercial
0: airlines. No, that's true. And but you still have the pilot. You still have pilots and uh, flight attendants that you don't know where they've been. It's
1: it's how do they get fans in the stands? That's that's going to be the big thing for next year.
0: Okay, but that's really not um, anything that they can really do about it. You know what I'm saying? They've got to figure it out how can how can they do it without depending on that process of getting fans back and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I think they're going to realign I think they're going to realign the divisions for one season or two seasons in a regional thing. And keep people as close to their areas as possible, reduce the travel, all that and you don't play outside of that. <laughs> division that's been realigned that's probably and maybe even reduced the that's probably of games, the only way don't... they
1: can do it and that way too that's easier on the media too right because then you're you're keeping it local media
0: yes you have to keep everything as safe as possible and yeah yeah i think that's yeah
1: like your people covering it makes the it games safer. are going to be like in an area
0: and it's just for a couple of teams Yeah, and it's just for a couple of seasons. It looks like it's probably about two seasons we're going to have to do this. One for sure. I don't see them, even if they delay it, I still don't see fans in the stands at all next season.
1: Quebec Major Junior starting here, and they're allowing 2,000 people in the Halifax um, Scotia Bank Center. I get it. Listen, I I get
0: that. But let's see three weeks from now. If three weeks from now, that's still working and no one, you know, no one's getting sick. I'll agree that that's, you can do it, but that's the thing. We don't know, even though they're doing it, it could take a couple of weeks before anybody shows anything if they got COVID there. So I'm not convinced well, the reason that. The
1: it'll work here or has potential to work is right now, like, our whole province has three cases of COVID and
0: for you. Yeah. hundred percent, right? yeah.
1: Like it, that's why Halifax is able to do this and Cape Breton, and the screaming Eagles are able to do it. And Moncton, the wildcats and the Acadia bathers, they're, they're able to do this because there's very low numbers of cases. Well, it's called the Atlantic bubble, right? Like we're, yeah. we're lucky right now. We're, They keep telling us we're the safest place in the world to be.
0: But the the NHL can't take advantage of that. You know why? Because you don't guys don't have the facilities they need, so they can't really go to those places because you guys don't have an NHL team. If there was an NHL team in the Maritimes, they could use that place. You know, because there's very that would be great, ideal for a bubble. Well,
1: I personally, I think if if you can hold the World Juniors here and the Women's World Championships. NHL can come here if you can host teams from all over the world.
0: Well, okay, if they're doing single, like, okay, in the bubble, they had, you know, multiple surfaces. No, I don't know if it was multiple surfaces, but, you know, they had to be able to house all the teams and all that. I don't I mean, think it only mean,
1: works for a lot of situations, but
0: I, I don't know. I, like but, I said, what's smarter that people than me said,
1: and. and uh, to figure this out for next year, but I just like just to get back to the Domi thing I think maybe that might have been part of the thought process is as cold-hearted as that is maybe that's why they pulled the trigger on this deal
0: yeah, it's a business listen hockey's a business so you got to look at it that way you can't they can't have a they can only have a certain amount of loyalty to players because it's a business and players need to understand that as well. Well, so, yeah, it's it, funny. It seems
1: hard. I was given Bergvin credit today for uh, for the Alsnar bio, saying, "Hey, well, it's it's a it's not just a money thing; it's a people thing too. You got to give this guy a shot. If you know you're not going to play him for the next two years, then buy him out now and save a little bit of money and let him go find another team to play on. It's not fair to keep to keep him at yeah, his age I... in the AHL and know that." He's not getting a call on.
0: No, one hundred percent. No, but you saw they did it this year. Last year they they could have done the same thing and say, well, you know, it's not fair to the guy, but it would have given them a huge penalty on the cap. Yeah. Even though they didn't spend their money, and they could have done it, and though in the in twenty like hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So they didn't spend their cap money, but it would have been a huge. Um, it would have been like uh, an extra million or two. On top of his salary, if they would have done it last year, so they made a business decision there. And then when it was okay, so it's still a business decision because it doesn't really affect them as bad. So now we'll yeah. buy him out, you know. So they can spin it. They can spin it like they did it because he's a nice guy and we wanted to give him a chance. But really, oh, it, it was, was still, still a business, business decision,
1: decision. But they could still easily just let him rot in the AHL and to- took another year away from yeah, his but- career and get where he may go somewhere else and get on a team and who knows he he could he could he could be well, a bottom no, pair defenseman
0: cares. and and yeah or a set or or a seventh defenseman that I think he'll do but but it's still it's still a business decision you know because they did it to save the money so you know, it, they did it to save the money next season. It, it is calculated. It's a business so, decision. And it's good for the guy at the same time, but it, it's a business decision.
1: So speaking of the, saving up. the money on Alsner, like, okay, so now that yeah. hopefully they're saving money on Domi, they're saving money on Alsner. We know right. that we've heard numerous times now that there's a Gallagher deal in the in the works. They've signed Petrie. They've signed Edmondson,
0: and they're going to work on and they're going to work
1: on Dino after Gallagher. Yeah. Well, I think now that you've traded Domi, you yeah. there's no way you're letting Denno walk.
0: No way you're letting Denno walk. So, now. No.
1: what's what's the next move? Because right now, as the team stands right now, well, it's borderline playoff team. I think. I think they can get okay, into okay. – I think this team, if it's in the playoffs, can win in the playoffs. I just think they're going to have
0: a hard time getting to the playoffs with this roster. Okay, but but, there's, okay, but there is a lot of time. The free agency period hasn't even opened yet, right? So there's a lot of time left. Still, I kind of think they're going to do either two things. He's satisfied with what he's done, and he's kind of said, even before the Anderson deal, that he was – He's either satisfied that he's improved the team and this is good enough to get into the playoffs, or he's still gonna try to make a deal for a guy that not line A, but a guy that is a sniper. And there are other snipers, maybe not as good as him, but and maybe we'll see like a guy like Lekken Go or something like that, which I don't want to see Lekken go, but Byron, you know, and, and in a deal and to make to make room for him. And he may still bring in a guy. And then then we'll have that team that makes the playoffs and gets through uh, you know, gets through to the playoffs, and they're built right now. They're building a playoff team, a team that can win in the playoffs. But they need, they need to get. To get there. I don't think they can get there right now. That's the problem. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you a hundred percent. I do think they'll get there, but I think it'll be as more of a struggle than we were hoping for this year. But if they can pick up a sniper now, on top of getting Anderson with the size and everything. That would be a win.
1: Well, I saw I saw today that Toffoli's expected to hit free agency. So,
0: yes, yes. See, getting a guy like that maybe on the other side, then you got two guys that have improved your club on the scoring winger thing. That could do it. Maybe that's his plan. There is another
1: move coming. And if that's the plan, then I am sold on the Domi deal. Then I believe. Then I am like, okay. Well, that made you be able to get a two for one here.
0: Yep. hundred percent. That that changes that changes my look at Anderson because then it doesn't really matter if he doesn't score thirty because you've got another guy, the two of them are gonna get you those goals. You know, we've got to find another finisher. If they can do that, yeah, it's a win. And I gotta I, I I can't believe, even though he says that he's happy with what he's done and blah, 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 he's still gonna try to improve the team. And there are teams out there that need to move people. There's still a possibility to get and you know uh, make a trade and get another guy from a cash-strapped team that's going to do what we just said. So I'm kind of hoping that that's what's going now, on. Now,
1: I, I just okay. So who are we moving off the roster though? Are you moving Byron? Are you moving Armia? Like who who are we moving off? To bring in another guy,
0: yeah, I think, I think think those are two guys that could go, if you if you can make the deal, not for nothing though. If you don't bring back somebody, and look, and you're talking to Foley, that would be a free agent. But somebody's going to have to move off the roster to make one. Then, then yeah, then you got to move somebody. Then you got to move somebody. So
1: now, don't you? I don't know if you're going to be moving someone off the roster. Don't you think it would have been nice to have that first round pack? to package with them to get a
0: better player yeah i'm not saying no but the thing is you couldn't hold on to it for that you had to have made the deal by the time you got to make the pick so it's kind of a moot point to me i was i was really i mean they can't hold when you sent
1: me that thing there earlier today about the tuck ruler i was Rumor, I was, uh, I was really excited. Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, I trade Domi in the first round pick for Alex Tuck."
0: <laughs> hey, listen, there you go. That could still happen. I mean, that could still happen. I don't think they trade Tuck because they want to win. I don't think they trade players that are going to help them win. So the rumor, nice rumor, but I don't think that was like legit. That it was going to happen. So, but. There are other players out there that are that could be like that, and and Berjiman, you got to admit, Benjamin has a nose for those guys, and he finds them. So, you know, maybe in two weeks something happens, and we're going like you just said. Oh, now I'm happy about it. So, I, like, I'm kind of thinking that's where it's going. Well,
1: if it stays as is, I'm not happy.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you because it wasn't like like you said he's a the kind of guy we need and all that, but it wasn't like it didn't overwhelm me. We were expecting something that we we're going to go, all oh, right, now we got, the well, guy. I was that expecting happen, a move so, that was yeah. going to
1: say, okay, now we're a contender.
0: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Now we got that guy. Now I'm not we're, saying that's we're, we're, we're going to win gonna the cup, but the we're cup. at least we're
1: a contender. And then with progression of Suzuki and Katanyami, and even Dano still has room for improvement like and Romanoff would have tons of room for improvement, and Mete has tons of room for improvement, then right. like another year or two, now we are a legit Stanley Cup contending team. But it would have been nice yeah. to not have to worry about two points here, one point there. Like I'm tired of the stress every year yeah. of being four points out or three points up, and counting games remaining and
0: yeah. games in hand, and like, well, be speak- tired. Of this speaking of that, though, speaking of that, I think Jake Allen is going to actually help there because a lot of the times when we needed those extra two points, either Price was too tired basically to perform well, and the ba- or the backup was in, and uh, you know Lindgren or Kincaid, they didn't do it. But Jake Allen might get us those extra points where we're not chasing like that. That's that's not that's an um, an aspect that because he's not an offensive player, we're talking about offense and the forwards and everything. But that's something to think about when you consider everything he's done. You know, he's also strengthened the um, protection around Price. You got to admit that they're stronger. They're going to be stronger around the net. And that's going to help, and uh, that all these things—if you add them all together—might make a huge difference.
1: So right now, do you think? We're, do you think we're he better than
0: Columbus? All... Sorry. Yeah, uh, but uh, but 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 I'm going to say this, and I'm not a big Tortorella guy. Tortorella's doing a great job with them. They're playing above their abilities. I think he's got them motivated. And if we had that, I think we could do the same thing, especially with the lineup that's coming now. So I don't know if they're better. I think on paper they are, but on ice I don't know if they are. I don't don't think
1: we're really – I think we're better than we were last season, but I still don't know if we're better than the teams that are playoff
0: teams that we're going to be fighting to get into the playoffs. So it makes me think there's another move for that other winger.
1: There has to be. Why are they why are they I hope they're not just trying to save money to save money?
0: No, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think they're willing to spend the money. How
1: how can Mark Bergerman walk into the dressing room with money still on the table? And look Carrie Price and Shea Weber in the eye and say, I did everything I could. This is the team you got. Go win the cup with them. Like I I, I there has to be something else coming here. You can't look at Brendan Gallagher and Carrie Price and Shea Weber and say, This is your team, go win with them. It, it's still it's it's better, it's a little bit more reliable, but it's not a contender. Yeah. Like what's the goal here? Is The goal here just Without to make the playoffs and go out in the first or second round, or is the goal to, to get to the conference finals and the, eventually the Stanley cup? Like that's my goal. My goal next year is conference well, yeah. finals. Minimal. That's the minimal. Anything under okay. that's a failure.
0: Okay. But here's another factor we haven't really factored in. And um, I think Nick Suzuki could be a huge factor here. If Nick Suzuki takes another step forward, Right. If he takes another step forward, that could make a huge difference. And and we're talking about Anderson not being that big goal scorer. If Nick Suzuki takes that step forward, makes his teammates better or line mates better, like a center should, and feeds that puck to him, Anderson might put up those numbers. So that's it's just a factor. It might happen. I'm not saying it will. That's something we got to factor in is Suzuki's progression. But wouldn't it be KK nice to have well. someone KK else there on the same level as him? hundred percent. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. That's a problem. But I said, as I said earlier, you want to get players, you got to give up players. If you want to get roster players, you're not, in general, you're not giving up nobody to get them. You got to pay a price. That price was Domi. Thing is, is it worth it? Right. Not to me, you know, but you, you gotta, you gotta pay a price to get somebody, or draft them and develop them. But that has we don't, been, have, we don't,
1: we so. don't have time to be drafting and developing players right now. Not, not, not right now because, because they, they started, started too late. in, price in Petri, no. and Price and and Petrie, you got to throw Petrie into no. that now. no. Okay.
0: No, but it's because they started the, the the good like now they're developing players they weren't before with that Sylvain Sylvain Lefebvre, whoever it was now they're developing but if they could have done that three years before yeah. we'd have players coming into the pipeline yeah. right now right you know oh I agree so so yeah but I mean but when, when look honestly we're not going to win a cup this year we're probably not going to win a cup next year it's the the year after that when the when those players do start to hit. Montreal. That's gonna be where we start. But how do you?
1: But where? I know it's. I I sound like a broken record, and and, uh, I keep harping on it. But okay. How do you look, Carey Price, Brendan Gallagher, and Shea Weber in the eye and say, "This is your roster. Go win with it." Like these are the guys
0: that you. Well, because you don't, but you don't, Jeff. Because he knows it's not the complete. So I don't think he does that. Then, then trade them, and, and where you said build. For um, he three goes, to I four do the best I now. can.
1: Like that's where I'm at. With no, this, but I, with this deal that just happened and the lack of star power on the team, like we've we've got a great team of of role players, but we got no one for them to play play around, and we're expecting Suzuki. To be something he's not yet. And
0: well, I'm not expecting. I'm hoping.
1: Yeah, well, but I mean, that's that's a lot to put put on a kid. And I'm not, hey, there's lots of kids that come into the NHL and, and have done that.
0: But the,
1: not too many okay, have but done let it. Let me in ask Montreal you all lately.
0: <laughs> okay. No, I get that, but let me ask you this. What if I'm not? See, I just as I just said, I'm not expecting them to win a cup next season or the season after. But the third season,
1: uh, I know you're you're not expecting because it. there's Harry, the, Price and
0: Shea Weber. Sure as hell are. <laughs> okay, but but I think they've got that. Just that I think it's the third season that's going to be that season where they're going to contend for that cup. Hopefully, I really oh, think it, so. I don't. I don't think unless. Unless they bring in a guy, like maybe they do sign well, Taylor right. Hall. And if they do that, like you said, it makes them a contender. And maybe they do that for right now. But if they don't, you've got, you've got to shoot for that third year from now. Well, that's I, what I, I, do, think,
1: I was, did, uh, we talked you know? about that earlier. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to get into the whole Taylor Hall thing. Cause we, we both aren't really sold on the player, but Hey, if that's what they freed the money up for was to go get Taylor Hall, then it helps. It makes them better. It, it does everything that they need it to do. And I'm just not a big Taylor
0: Hall fan. But. No, me neither. Uh, me neither. I could be if they win. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. And you know who else could be? You get Taylor Hall. This is one aspect I actually hadn't thought about till now. Um, other pl- Other players who might want to come here are way more inclined when you've got a team, you got Taylor Hall, you got, you just got Josh Anderson. You're looking good. They're going to come here. So getting a guy like Taylor Hall on a short term could actually draw other players here on a longer term that could really be effective and all that, you know? And like, if you want to win like right now, you know, Taylor Hall could really help that. I, I, my knock on him is really, um, He's very injury prone, and his numbers aren't really overall. You know, his average is not really like ten million dollar player. No, I, I
1: agree. I, I I totally agree. But if you bring Taylor Hall in here tomorrow, is he the best player on the team? When you when you write out your death chart, who who's, um, the, who's who do you put at the top of the list? It's Taylor Hall, is it not? Well, I think on paper. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. on paper he would so he definitely. You're better, definitely. I think Nick. I think Nick Suzuki has a potential to be better than. him. I don't know about next year though, but yeah, but that you're takes right. The pressure he, he off be
1: of the, somebody like the, Nick Suzuki and allows him to to develop a little bit too, no. right? No. Which could pay dividends yeah. in a year. No, does, or two. You know what?
0: Honestly, with this move that they made today, I think I'm more inclined to say, okay, Taylor Hall, it's not going to bug me as much if they go get him. As, as if, if it was just Taylor Hall and they hadn't gotten this big guy. I don't know if I would like it. But I think now after adding Anderson, adding a guy like Taylor Hall could really make a difference. Well, I think it makes, I you think that it makes now, you know? adding
1: Taylor Hall a lot more appealing than it did a week ago. Yeah.
0: It did. Taylor Hall now is almost appealing to me where uh, there was no way I would want Hall. He even said it in my live stream earlier. I, You know, because we're talking now and I'm thinking more about it. Yeah, I think Taylor Hall now could be more effective. As long as he doesn't get hurt, I'm okay. My big thing is that he's injury prone. So if he can play like I, just, season, I just really
1: hope we're not freeing up money, money to, to keep the same roster.
0: Right, that they don't use their cap space, although they're going to use it next year. But if you if you use it smartly right now, it's you'd like, be okay. So, yeah. I would have been – I, I agree if the, with you.
1: If the trade today was Tatar to and a third-round pick for Josh Anderson, I would have had no issue with it. None. I would have been fine. Would have been like, yep, yeah, I understand that. That makes sense. But you
0: kind of make a hole on the left side, though. Don't you? We got lots of guys
1: that are playing on the left wing. That
0: okay, but Tatar, oh, you were saying about Domi the skill and all that. You're then you now you're saying trade away your leading scorer last year. It's the same yeah, kind of thing,
1: really. When you think Tatar's only under contract for one more year. It, you still you have the right. the, the rights to to Domi, eat, whether.
0: He know. was an RFA, right?
1: They qualified him. They had him for next yeah, you, season, no matter
0: what. You, yeah, you can his movements, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So and Domi,
1: supposedly, wanted to be here. So does Tatar, but do you want Tatar here on a five-year deal at 5 or $6 million a year? When you have to say, "Oh, we got to sign Domi, Tatar, and Gallagher, and we already re-signed Petrie, and his deal kicks in," like I think Tatar, his time is yeah. here is, is like nearly done, nearly yeah. done. Like he's he's reached his limit, and it's not that he's a bad player; it's just he's too old to con- to give, to that, give money that money to, to when you have other guys in his age range that are bigger cogs to the wheel you know what i mean like if they don't re-sign gallagher right, 100% they'll burn the city down right yeah.
0: like <laughs> yeah 100% yeah
1: like it's all dominoes and i think the tar was the the domino that was going to have to fall. Where I think if well, yeah, they had a
2: gonna...
1: re-signed Domi, mm-hmm. nobody would have had an issue with that.
0: Um, No, I, I guess you're right. I don't think anybody would have... I mean, maybe a few people, but I mean, yeah, in general, nobody would have had an issue with that. Yeah, yeah he's still a fan favorite, so...
1: Yeah, like, I, I don't know, I just... It's not that I don't like Tatar, it's just it would have made more sense to me to trade him rather than Domi. Like, and there's the and the other reason why, too, is because of the flexibility thing I was talking about earlier where if Suzuki has a bad couple of weeks or somebody gets hurt, Domi can move up and play center on the second line. Or even- <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, my, my and so we're back. Sorry for that little uh, little blip there. Um, that's technology for you. Sensitive screen. that. Sorry about that. Jeff. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Jeff. Sorry about that audience. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. I, I move my hand. It touched. All of a sudden I'm looking at it's off. Like what the hell? Yeah, I hate that. Um, <laughs> Okay, you know what? It's a good time to we'll kind of wrap it up here cuz we're we're at an hour already. I can't believe it. Remember we we're talking earlier yeah. and uh I thought we'd go under an hour. No, we're going to go over an hour again, which is fine cuz the conversation was good. Well,
1: so it's just there's so many moving parts that I don't know. Like we I my hopes were up and I mean, yeah, a lot of it was the media Pumping us up for line A and Besser and God knows what else. Yeah. I can't remember what else was floating around out there. When originally when the season, the offseason started, my expectations were never to get a line A, but I did have hopes of getting a Tyler to or for a it. Jake. McCann yeah, a golf or- it. Scoring winger, yeah. Like, we, I, I mean,
0: it was definitely scoring winger. I,
1: my hope—that's what my hopes were, and yeah. Then they get, I, then I get over ex- excited because of
0: fluff. The media. <laughs> up, like, Goddamn yeah. fluff. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of clickbait. Yeah, a lot of clickbait. Just trying to get you, you know, to read and read the next article. Yeah, it's just. Um, Maybe that's part of it, right? We were expecting so much, and then we get somebody we weren't really wanting, and then it's such a letdown. You know, and then we look at it negatively. Maybe we're just looking at it negatively.
1: uh, That's part of it. It is part of it. And, well, we have to realize, too, like we just traded away a fan favorite. Yep. And we got got a guy that it it could be. 50-50. He could be good. He could be. He could be bad. He could be exactly what he is.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I think, though. With what you said, we trade away a fan favorite. When Domi came here, he wasn't really a fan favorite right away, right? I think Josh Anderson's going to be more welcome, and ha- people are happier to get him than when Domi came here. Honestly, I think I've seen enough people that supported him and wanted him here, so I don't think it'll be. I don't think too many people are going to look, No, we traded a fan, you know, we loved him. Why did we trade him? I think it might be a little easier because people really wanted Anderson. There were a lot of people who really wanted Anderson, honestly. Uh, Do you think, though,
1: do you think we gave up on Domi too quick?
0: Okay, but I, I don't know. Did they give up on Domi, or did they maybe face a situation where they didn't have much choice. So I don't know that they gave up on him, and I don't think they gave up on him, but the situation was we got to move somebody, and it's going to have to be Domi because of the situation with centers. Because honestly, honestly, you need a guy like Deneau to win a cup. You need a guy like him. Not that there's not other people, so if you trade him, you can't get him. I think DeNoe was more valuable to the team than Domi. So well, and it's not like we, we,
1: we didn't – we're not losing Domi's grit here either. Like, we're getting a gritty player back. Like, we're getting a guy that threw over 200
0: like checks a season ago. We're getting a speedy, big, gritty guy to replace him. So we're not losing everything. That he might have The brought. only thing yeah. we're
1: losing is, I think, the playmaking ability. Yeah. Of Domi.
0: And yeah, the, vers- I think and the Domi, versatility. Yeah. Yes. We're losing something. Yeah. Okay. But it's still, it's a third round pick. Not that this, some of them don't make it. I'm not saying that. But it's, you know, the odds aren't great. So, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not, the end no, the, it's not the end of the world. It's
1: not the end of the world. But at the same time, I just. Uh, I just. Uh, I think <laughs> you could. I think I still believe we could have got more for Domi. I just. I don't believe that Josh Anderson was all we could get. But when you look at the numbers and the need of the team. Josh Anderson fits the needs more than Domi did because we've got two or three guys like Domi that are pass first players and we need a big guy to get in the way and hit people and. Yep. and Gallagher, we got a Tom Wilson type player and we got rid of, a little pest, basically. He, he was kind yeah. of a pest out there.
0: That yeah, could a, a highly skilled little pest.
1: But Domi didn't yeah. frustrate me. Like, I was never frustrated watching Domi play.
0: Some games. No, don't say that completely. Some For me, anyway. Some games, but not, not usually. But there was never there a games where I didn't where...
1: think he was trying.
0: Oh, well, no, because he he has that no, of course. no no, I ne- I, I wouldn't say what i what I said uh, that he was frustrating, not that he was like um Alex Kovalev frustrating, just that he didn't have it some nights and then he'd lose his temper. to me, that's that that was frustrating, but
1: he when he struggled to score, he did other things. Now, the only frustrating part of his game was he would take stupid penalties.
0: Yes. Yep. That's one thing. But he's not the first player to be like that. (laughs) No, no, of course not. No. No, listen, it it came down to the situation. They didn't, they're overloaded at center. You can't keep him as a depth center. None of the centers you could really say, okay, we can keep him as a depth center. I don't really think so. Oh, well, okay. We talked about only if he's going to play the wing that's not what I like I didn't mean when I said depth that well you put him on the wing and he's playing no but I mean we don't have any way to keep him as a you know you can't play in the fourth line that's stupid um you can't put him in the press box so it's a situation where they didn't have much choice it's just sad that it's a good player that had to go do you, do you think what how do you think
1: the first game between Columbus and Montreal goes
0: I don't think there's any. um, uh, Yeah, how do you think uh, Domi reacts to
1: his former teammates? I can see Gallagher and Domi mixing her up pretty good. I can see a fake. I don't know. I think Domi's.
0: No, I I don't know. I, from what I because I live here in Montreal, so there's people that meet him and stuff like that. I think he's a really nice guy. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think there's any animosity. Um, I really don't think so. So, if there's no animosity, then I don't think that's a problem. And on Anderson's side, that's unknown. I don't know if there was any, um, with management in him, if there was any kind of a falling out or something.
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: Like yeah, said, I said, I don't know
1: a whole lot about I Anderson. I know enough. No, I, I'm just, I know enough to talk about him here, but I don't – I mean, like, how many Columbus Blue Jackets games do you get to see during the season? Not too many no not too many no
0: that's so no that no that exactly so we're gonna find out listen we're gonna find out hey right
1: like I said like if if he can score then it's fine the trade was fine
0: yeah yeah 100% or they add somebody to compliment him I, I
1: think I think they need to still add something else
0: yeah, I know. I I agree. I agree. Like, Listen, Hoffman is out uh, there. Abanov is out there. Yeah, you don't like uh, Hoffman. I know it's not I, my I favorite, mean,
1: I, I think I just think it's not that I don't like Hoffman. I just think he's going to cost too much.
0: Oh yeah, he's going to cost you five six million a year. I think for him. Yeah, Maybe I think more. that's too much. Yeah, I know. I I kind of agree with that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Like he scores. He's half decent player. I don't care about the issues that he had in Ottawa. He didn't seem like he had any issues in Florida, Not in so Orleans, I think that's behind him. Uh, and I don't think those issues were actually him. It was, it was, it was his personal life that where the issues came from. I don't think there was any real issues with him actually or anything that he said or did. I could okay. be wrong but I don't think there was major issues with him as a person I think it was circumstances or something I don't, uh, I don't want to I don't want to yeah. get into what was said and what was reported and stuff but I I it's just I'm, I don't yeah. I, I don't know yeah but Hoffman yeah he, he he wouldn't be a bad player to have it's just I, I think he's going to He's probably going to cost quite a bit of money. I don't know if. But Toffoli is too. Toffoli is, and my thing with Toffoli is, I've watched him his whole career, and I've always liked him. And like, he's just—he was one of my favorite young players when he came into the league, and I just know he—he's a—he's a a guy that's going to go and get the puck along the boards. He's going to fight for it and I, I like players like that and from some of the stuff i read about anderson is he's the tight same type of player and, yeah. and he's big and does that
0: so he big, yeah he's bigger than he's bigger than uh, i i just Hoffman.
1: i i don't know as hot as Hoffman, that kind of player like
0: maybe i don't yeah. know yeah yeah me neither i don't know i don't know. but a player like that a guy like that could compliment enough to do the job okay we're uh, way over time <laughs> so we're going to end it on that um, so I just want to thank everybody for listening uh, from me and Jeff uh, I'm Rick you can find me at Talking Habs on uh, YouTube you can also go to Twitter at Talking Habs I know for Jeff Jeff, you can go to what Twitter and go at Jeff Head if you want to contact Jeff and um, that's our podcast after the draft. So this is the post-draft um, depression <laughs> podcast of <laughs> Jeff and I because we're a little <laughs> underwhelmed. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back in, in about a week or 10 days because we're kind of waiting Uh, For something to happen, it will be uh, free agency opening up soon. So if something big happens, we could be back sooner talking about it and uh, reacting to what happens, right, Jeff? That's kind of it's working out to be a good way to do a podcast. Get angry, depressed, (laughs) happy about something they do, get on there and podcast. So if that happens, we're definitely coming back for that. So I want to thank everybody for listening and uh, for the support. Please. Give a like and a follow uh, on whatever pod, uh, platform you're listening this, to this to, Or the, the word is that the right way of saying it? I don't know. The words just came out weird. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's it. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you. It's not a video. We'll talk to you um, on the next podcast. And hopefully it'll be really good news. Montreal gets that scoring winger we've just been talking about. And then we become real good contenders. That would be awesome. So this is Habs Coast to Coast. I'm Rick. That's Jeff, and we'll see you next time on the podcast. Thanks, everybody. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, thank you.